Bhagavatam, Keno 3, the status quo, chapter 13, the appearance of Lord Varaha. 
Today's text number 42. Sang stapayainam jagatams satashtusham. Sang stapayainam jagatams satashtusham. Lokaya patnim masimataram pita. Lokaya patnim masimataram pita. Lokaya patnim masimataram Vidhema chasya namasa sahatvaya. Vidhema chasya namasa sahatvaya. Yasyam svate jogni vivara nagadha. Yasyam svate jogni vivara nagadha. Samstapayayanam jagatam satashtustusham. Samstapayayanam jagatam satashtustusham. Lokaya patnim vasimataram pita. Lokaya patnim vasimataram pita. Vidhema chasyai namasasahatvaya. Vidhema chasyai namasasahatvaya. Yasyam svate jogni vivarana vadha. Yasyam svate jogni vivarana vadha. Samstaya vai. Samstapayainam jagatam svatashtusam. Samstapayainam jagatam satashtusam. Lokaya padnim asimataram pita. Lokaya padnim asimataram pita. Vidhima jasyayamasasayatvaya. Vidhima jasyayamasasahatvaya. Yasyam svate jognim nivarana vadaha. Yasyam svate jognim Samstapayainam jagatam satastusam. Samstapayainam jagatam satastusam. Lokaya Lokaya patni masimataram pita. Lokaya patni masimataram pita. Lokaya patni masimataram pita. 
Word for word, Sangstapaya Enam. Raise this earth. Raise this earth. Jagatam. Both the moving and. Both the moving and. Satashtusham. Non moving. Non moving. Lokaya. Lokaya. For their residence. For their residence. Patnim. Patnim. Wife. Wife. Asi. Asi. You are. You are. Mataram. Mataram. The mother. Mother. Pita. Pita. The father. The father. Vidhema. Vidhema. Do we offer? Do we offer? Cha. Cha. Also. Also. Asyai. Asyai. Unto the mother. Unto the mother. Namasa, Namasa, with all obeisances. With all obeisances. Saha, Saha, along with. Along with. Tvaya, Tvaya with you. With you. Yasyam, Yasyam, in whom. In whom. Swatejaha, Swatejaha, by your own potency. By your own potency. Agnim, Agnim, fire. Fire. Eva, Eva, likened. Aranau, in the Arani wood, Adhaha, invested. Translation, this is the sages, continuing to praise Lord Varaha. O Lord, for the residential purposes of all inhabitants, both moving and non-moving, this earth is your wife, and you are the Supreme Father. We offer our respectful obeisances unto you, along with Mother Earth, in whom you have invested your own potency. Just as an expert sacrificer puts fire in the Arani wood. Please repeat, O Lord, o Lord for the residential purposes, the residential purposes of, all inhabitants, of all inhabitants, both moving and non-moving, both moving and non-moving, this earth is your wife. This earth is your wife. And you are the Supreme Father. You are the Supreme Father. We offer our respectful obeisances unto you. We offer our respectful obeisances unto you. Along with Mother Earth. Along with Mother Earth. In whom you have invested. In whom you have invested. Your own potency. Your own potency. Just as an expert sacrificer. Just as an expert sacrificer. Puts fire in the Arani wood. Srila Prabhupada's purport. Now notice the first line of the purport. It doesn't necessarily appear to relate specifically to the verse, but actually it does. Purport. The so-called law of gravitation, which sustains the planets, is described herein as the potency of the Lord. So that's implicitly described. This potency is invested by the Lord in the way that an expert sacrificial brahmana puts fire in the arani wood by the potency of Vedic mantras. By this arrangement, the world becomes habitable for both the moving and non-moving creatures. The conditioned souls who are residents of the material world are put in the womb of Mother Earth. 
In the same way, the seed of a child is put by the father in the womb of the mother. This conception of the Lord and the earth as father and mother is explained. This conception of the Lord and the earth as father and mother is explained in Bhagavad Gita 14.4. Conditioned souls are devoted to the motherland in which they take their birth, but they do not know their father. The mother is not independent in producing children. Similarly, material nature cannot produce living creatures unless, it, unless in contact with the Supreme Father, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Srimad Bhagavatam teaches us to offer obeisances unto the Mother, along with the Father, the Supreme Lord, because it is the Father only who impregnates the Mother with all energies for the sustenance and maintenance of all living beings, both moving and non-moving. Sita Prabhupada Ki Jai Om Ajnana Timurandasya Gyanam Janashalakaya Chakshurun Militam Jena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha I was born in the darkest ignorance and my spiritual master is opening my eyes with the torch of knowledge. I offer my respectful obeisances unto him. So since text 35... The sages have been praising uh, the potency of Lord Varaha's transcendental body. Just praising it. But now, in today's text, 42, the sages praise the Lord's inconceivable, limitless potency in a very specific way. Text 42 identifies Lord Varaha as the Supreme Father, because Varaha is Krishna. Just imagine, you know, if you're around, uh, you go to a 4-H fair or a county fair and some hog happens to get wet and then uh, say, say he's a bristly hog and then he shakes his uh, bristles and he's been rolling around in the mud and who knows what else. And then somehow that comes on you, right? And you you feel disgusted. You want to just go take a bath. <laughs> But the sages, you know, Janatapa, Maharloka, Satyaloka, they felt the drops from Lord Varaha's diving and surfacing with the, with the earth on his tusks. And you'll see in a minute the potency of those tusks in a reference I have. Um, so, uh, but they feel purified by the water from that Lord Varaha because he's not an ordinary hog, ordinary pig. A boar. Um, so text 42 identifies Lord Varaha as the Supreme Father, who as the limitlessly, limitlessly potent husband invests his wife, Mother Earth, with all the powers and energies to sustain all moving and non-moving living beings. So in, it says in the Bhagavad, Sarvakama Dukhamahihi, that uh, from the earth all necessities of life are produced in profusion unless the people who live on her are really bad and then she withholds just like a mother might okay you can't have a lollipop remember I said you can or an ice cream I said you can have an ice cream if you're good you weren't good so it takes place on the cosmic level too the earth withholds uh, if People who are treading on her aren't behaving themselves. 
So in text 42's purport, Srila Prabhupada begins by identifying the law of gravity as none other than the Lord's, the Lord's potency, a point he expands in his purport to Gita 15.13. It's not often that a Gita purport expands on a Bhagavad purport, but you do find this in this case. In the Yoga of the Supreme Person, Purushottam Yoga, the, the mystic power of Krishna, here's the Yogeshvara. So in text 13, I love this verse, I don't know why, but do. Gama Vishyachabhutani Dharayamyaham Mojasa. I'm just going to quote that line because that has to do with the point of gravity and the potency. So Krishna says, I enter into each planet, and by my energy they stay in orbit. So, uh, elsewhere Prabhupada talks about how as long as the soul is within the body, then, the soul, then, then the, that body can float, say, in the water. But as soon as the soul leaves the body, after some time the body just sinks. So, the earth being uh, inordinately plundered of her gold, she actually went off her orbit, sunk into the... the the depths of the universe, and Lord Varaha Krishna came just in appropriate form to lift her up out of the muck. So in his purport, listen to this, Prabhupada talks about the potency of the Lord entering into the planets. Uh, it is understood that all the planets are floating in the air only by the energy of the Lord. Just like in every planet has its <coughs> gravitational field. So if something gets too close to that gravitational field, it's going to, it's going to get uh, sucked into that force field and eventually go into the Earth, or whatever planet it is, Jupiter. Jupiter is a big one, so it has a habit of doing that a lot. Things come its way. And... This is discussed in the Brahma Sanhita. It is said there that one plenary portion of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Paramatma, enters into the planets, the universe, the living entity, and even into the atom. What's the verse, Dero? Do you know? Yeah, there you go. There's the end game. There's the final one. It enters into each atom. Yeah. So animating everything. If uh, the Lord doesn't do that, then nothing is animated. So due to his entrance, everything is appropriately manifested. When the spirit soul is there, oh, here it is, a living man can float on the water. But when the living spark is out of the body and the body is dead, the body sinks. Of course, when it is decomposed, it floats like, just like straw and other things. But as soon as the man is dead, he at once sinks in the water. Similarly, all these planets are floating in space. And this is due to the entrance of the supreme energy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, as Paramatma. His energy is sustaining each planet, just like a handful of dust. If someone holds a handful of dust, there is no possibility of the dust's falling. But if one throws it in the air, it will fall down. Similarly, these planets, which are floating in the air, are actually held in the fist of the universal form of the Supreme Lord. By his strength and energy, all moving and non-moving things stay in their place. It is said in the Vedic hymns that because of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the sun is shining 
and the planets are steadily moving. Were it not for him, all the planets would scatter like dust in the air and perish. So all these potencies like gravity are, are keeping things uh, together. And those are simply, these are potent, these parasa shakti so many potencies. And these, uh, these potencies are keeping everything together, and including Mother Earth's ability to sustain all living entities um, with her potencies. This is all coming from the Lord. So, similarly, now this is really neat. I found this reference in uh, Borijan Prabhu's study guide of the Bhagavatam. In a footnote, he alludes to uh, how Lord Chaitanya uh, revealed himself to Marari Gupta as Lord Varaha. You might remember, you might have seen the picture. Like I showed the picture on the phone. So similarly, in Sri Chaitanya Bhagavat, by Srila Vrindavadas Thakur, Madhyakanda chapter 3, the Thakur describes how Lord Chaitanya revealed himself to Sri Marari Gupta, his identity, his identity as the self-same Lord Varaha. Because Lord Chaitanya, he's the avatari, so he can display any avatar, because he's the source of avatars, he's the avatari. As the self-same Lord Varaha, who lifted Mother Earth on his tusks. I'll, I'll, I won't read this, because it's giving away something. So, so I happen to have the Sri Chaitanya Bhagavan. Uh, the translator is Sarva Bhavana Prabhu. There's been a couple done. I think Banu Maharaj did one too. You know, anybody know Sarva Bhavana? He's a Bengali uh, gentleman, but he speaks Paka English because he went to school in Germany and uh, <clears throat> divides his time between Mayapur and mostly uh, Germany. So he, he's totally fluent in English and Bengali. In German? So, probably. And, yeah, probably German too. <laughs> yeah, must be. He's been there a long time. Um, and in Madhyakanda chapter 3, sure enough, here's the Leela that Vrindavan Das uh, as translated by Sarva Bhavana Prabhu um, revealed himself to Marari Gupta. One day, the Lord heard the pastimes of Krishna in his incarnation as a boar. The Lord meaning Chaitanya. Roaring he rushed to Marari Gupta's house. <laughs> you might, talk about divine madness, right? You see someone running to someone's house, roaring. <laughs> roaring, he rushed to Marari Gupta's house. Lord Chaitanya had a special love for Marari Gupta, just like Lord Ramachandra had a special love for Hanuman. You know that pastime he revealed. Yes, you can't, you, you are Hanuman. <laughs> When Lord Gaurish Chandra arrived at Marari Gupta's house, Marari Gupta received the Lord with great respect, offering obeisances to the Lord's lotus feet. Now this is, he thinks, you know, he's, but Lord Chaitanya is in the mood of a Raha, right? <clears throat> the Lord hurried past him, <laughs> shouting, Varaha! Varaha! <laughs> Marari Gupta was left dumbfounded, looking all around him. <laughs> he's like, where is Varaha? Where, where is he? Right, uh, the Lord, but the Lord entered the temple room of Lord Vishnu and saw a beautiful water pot standing in the corner. So he's, uh, I think he's in Marai Gupta's house. Yeah, so there's a, or maybe he's in a temple of Lord Vishnu. Anyway, 
uh, and saw a beautiful water pot standing in the corner. Just at that moment, the Lord took the form of Lord Varaha. And Mariah Gupta's like, Absorbed in this mood, he lifted the water pot with his tusks. (laughs) So it must have been a mini Varaha because the water pot in the corner, right? And roaring loudly like a boar, he stood there with his four hoofs. So he's totally in costume here. He's totally in character. He's got the Varaha Rupa. The Lord ordered Marari Gupta, offer prayers to me, Marari. Because sometimes Lord Chaitanya, you know, he would get into Vishnu mood, even though ordinarily he would, if the devotees say Vishnu, he would say, no, no, cover his ears. Vishnu is the supreme, not me, because he's in the mood of Radharani. But right now he's in the mood of Lord Varaha, Vishnu Tattva. Uh, Offer prayers to me, Marari. Marari remained dumbfounded. (laughs) Couldn't do anything. Amazed by this extraordinary sight, no words came to his mouth. The Lord then said, Speak up, Marari! Speak up! You do not have to fear. Don't you know my supreme identity? Trembling with fear, Marari pleaded with the Lord, saying, O Lord, only you yourself know how to glorify yourself and offer prayers. Lord Anantashesh, who holds the entire creation upon just one of his hoods, has manifested a thousand mouths to glorify you, yet he laments that he cannot find the limits of your glories. Who is more capable than Anantashesh to glorify you? The entire material universe follows the instructions of the Vedas. Yet these very Vedas are unable to fully reveal your transcendental absolute nature. We have heard that there are an unlimited number of universes in this material creation, and that they all emanate from the pores of your transcendental body. So the sages in the Leela, they were also glorifying the Lord's transcendental body as being so potent that they can exude universes. Mirari keeps going on. You are the fully independent supreme autocrat. And you are always blissful. How is it possible for the limited Vedic literature to describe the pastimes which you perform according to your own sweet will? He's trying to get off the hook here. I can't. Therefore, O Lord, only you know yourself fully, and others can know you only if you reveal yourself to them through your causeless mercy. What ability do I possess to offer you prayers and glorify you? Saying this, Marari Gupta fell flat upon the floor, offering obeisances to the Lord. Lord Varaha, this is still Mahaprabhu, is Lord Varaha, was pleased with Marari Gupta's words. Then expressing anger at the Vedas, he spoke aloud. Now the Lord's criticizing the Vedas, which are emanating from the Lord's own breathing. <laughs> it says in the Gita, Uh, So the Lord says, The Vedas have the audacity to say that I have no hands, no legs, no mouth, and no eyes. This is the Upanishads, most of the Upanishads. There is a mischievous sannyasi living in Kashi who teaches this to his students. That rascal tries to mutilate my transcendental form. He studies the Vedas and teaches others, but he does not accept my transcendental form. As a result of such blasphemy, he has been attacked by the dreaded disease 
leprosy. So who was that? Chaitanya Leela, I forget now. Who was the one who got leprosy? Maybe for other reasons. Gopal Chapala. Yeah, Gopal Chapala, but that was for... He wasn't a sannyasi, but Yeah, this must be another Leela that we haven't heard in season. As a result of such blasphemy, he has been attacked by the dreaded disease leprosy, but he cannot understand the reason for this affliction. I am the Lord of all sacrifices, the Supreme Lord Vishnu. There are no imperfections in my transcendental form. Lord Brahma and Lord Shiva are always engaged in glorifying my supreme transcendental position and nature. A mere touch of my body can spiritualize and purify everything. Yet that rascal is so insolent that he proclaims my transcendental form is non-existent. Carefully hear my opinion, Murari Gupta. I will reveal to you that which is unmanifest even by the Vedas. And now Lord Chaitanya, as Varaha, starts revealing this pastime, more about this pastime that we don't hear in today's verse. Quote, I accepted the incarnation of Varaha to lift the material world out of the waters of nescience. Know me to be the ultimate goal of the Vedas. The purpose of my present incarnation is to propagate the congregational... The purpose of my present incarnation... I'm not sure what form he's in now. <laughs> he starts talking. He's talking about Varaha, and now he's going back to... He's talking about, he's talking about himself as Lord Chaitanya. Yes, yes. So I'm not sure what Varaha is seeing at this point, if he's morphed back into... Sounds like he has, but... No be to be the ultimate. The purpose of my present incarnation is to propagate the congregational chanting of the holy names of Krishna. In this incarnation, as in other incarnations, I will annihilate the miscreants for the protection and pleasure of my devotees. He doesn't do chanting, though. He doesn't do it with weapons or tusks. I cannot tolerate my devotees being threatened and tortured. I will even kill my own son to protect my beloved devotees. This is not a lie, Marari. Now he's he's going back into Varaha. Because listen to this. Listen attentively. In my Boar incarnation, when I lifted the earth, Mother Earth became impregnated by my touch. So when when Lord Varaha picked the earth up with his tusks, because he's omnipotent, we sing every morning, Angani Yasyarashakalen, with every sense, the sense of touch, the sense whatever. He can do anything. So when the Lord lifted up the earth, he actually impregnated her. Listen to this. She gave birth to my son named Naraka, who was very strong and powerful. I gave my son all religious instructions. He became a powerful king and dutifully protected the demigods, brahmins, spiritual masters, and the devotees. However, uh the hand of destiny (coughs) changed everything. Due to the influence and bad association of King Bana, so we have Narakasur and Banasur in Krishna book. But he, I did, we don't know. I didn't know that he was born a good guy from Varaha and Mother Earth. But Bana, he was a bad guy. And the powerful association, right? That's, we have to choose our company carefully. Due to the influence and bad association of King Bana, he became a criminal, Naraka, and was cruel to the devotees. Any aggression or violence towards my devotees is totally intolerable to me. So, 
I killed my son. So we killed Narakasura. To protect my devotees, I am revealing all these confidential matters to you because you have been serving me for many births. Murari Gupta was overwhelmed by the Lord's presence and narration, and he wept with joy. All glory, this is Rindamadas, all glorious to Sri Gorachandra and Sri Murari Gupta, all glorious to Lord Varahadev, the protector of his devotees. So it's neat how these Shastras complement uh, each other. To sum it up, my note says, whether as Lord Varaha or Lord Krishna, the Lord is inconceivably wonderful and powerful. And as Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the Mahavadan avatar, the most magnanimous avatar, magnanimous avatar, he freely gives us himself as his holy names. Yes. Mm. So, all right, that's all I have. So I'll read the verse again if you have any questions or comments. O Lord, this is the sages from the higher realms. For the residential purposes of all inhabitants, both moving and non-moving, the earth is your wife, and you are the Supreme Father. We offer our respectful obeisances unto you, along with Mother Earth, in whom you have invested your own potency, just as an expert sacrificer puts fire in the Arani wood. I looked up Arani wood, and there's pictures. You can see pictures on your device of different parts of the Arani. There's, there's a whole thing that Brahmins do. There's, there's, a, there's a stick, and there's some, I forget the other pieces. And by vibrating mantra, the, the wood, it's better than a big lighter, you know. <laughs> it's mystic. <laughs> they just, and they vibrate mantra. And, yeah. It's lit. Any questions or Prabhu? You know, previously in the previous yugas, the Brahmanas could ignite the fire in the Arni wood just by chanting the mantras. He said, so what they do now, they'll have a couple of different chemicals <laughs> that when you combine them, you get some combustion. <laughs> and so they'll be chanting the mantras and then toss the chemicals in there and poof! <laughs> Fire. And he told me he knew how to do that. <laughs> he had worked on that. <laughs> so it looks like the fire spontaneously rises out of the wood by the chanting of mantras. So he's got some accelerants and some combustible. <laughs> this is the Abracadabra Brahmins of Kali Yuga. <laughs> <laughs> one of the best, this <laughs> I bet. <laughs> An interesting blend of He's a Ramanuji Godia. Interesting blend. Hmm. Yes, Prabhu. You said that uh, Prabhupada also read about the man will drown. As long yeah, as there is soul, it, it goes, it floats. Yeah. But uh, I see opposite because when somebody is drowning, as long as he's alive, he goes down to the water. Yeah. And when he's dead, he come up. Ah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, white people drown? They don't yeah, they drown because they go under. <laughs> well, somebody is... Um, if one was swimming... Somebody's alive and he's swimming. Someone who's thrashing about. Yeah. <laughs> and he's dead and he goes down. But then later on he comes back. Yes. Later on? Okay. I have, I'm not 
I flunked biology. Well, I also many times. He said once the body decomposes, it rises to the surface. Hmm. This is beyond my biochemical page. I, <laughs> I have the biochemical biology intelligence, maybe a four-year-old. Your son could probably tell the answer. I don't know these things. Well, this is I... Yeah, I don't know how to square that. But, yeah, probably. Well, should we read it again? Let's read it again. You swallow water, too, right? Fills the, the water fills the lungs, and that's how you drown, yeah? yeah. Well, you do go down. Yeah. yeah. You, you will let it down. So and you come up? I know, I've heard a couple people who just cannot swim. They say they just sink. They sink. And then, like, probably Tell me got no soul. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you got no soul. <laughs> now, if they went to the Dead Sea, they could sink, swim. I've been to the Dead yeah, Sea. Some some the the salt. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's more salt than water, I think. When did you go to the Dead Sea? 2014. I went to, I gave my Andhra in two places, in uh, Ariel, Israel, and then the other camp, and the camps weren't speaking. <laughs> Different camps. One was, one was Russian Jews, and they, they were very, uh, you know, old school and staunch, and the other was in a place called Harish, up north, northern Israel. And they were totally into uh, different psychology and new age stuff, and and there the twins mm. will meet. Yeah, they, they were, <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, so I went to uh, yeah. Kavichandra Swami goes there every year because he swears it keeps them alive. <laughs> the salts, the mineral salts, and the Dead Sea. Mm. Oh, here we go. So fifteen. Um, when this so when the spirit soul is there, a living man can float on the water, unless they can't swim. <laughs> They're from India, right? There, many Indians don't swim. Um, but when the living spark is out of the body and the body is dead, the body sinks. Of course, when it is decomposed, it floats just like the straw and other things. But as soon as the man is dead, he at once sinks in the water. Now, Prabhupada, he knew something about chemistry because he was a chemist. He was a pharmacist, and he would uh, manufacture his own stuff. So he could speak. He would give us different... Uh, when people had their... In the early letters, you see devotees writing Prabhupada for everything. And then Prabhupada's... You know, he's answering every last little question. I got a, I got a toothache, Prabhupada. I got a headache. And Prabhupada would give us a remedy. Because that was his business. Beyond that, I cannot speak. Which is always a good policy. <laughs> to speak what you know. Okay. Any question tonight? Or question after tonight. Tonight is Jivananda Prabhu speaking on the, the modes. Of, the last one was the modes of... What is tonight? It's fear. The modes of fear. He's into this mode series. He's got a mode series going, huh? I don't know if it's modes today. I don't think it's modes. It's overcoming fear. Overcoming fear. Okay, good.
Any other questions? About I was just thinking how. Oh, we got some more. I was just thinking how, you know, Lord Chaitanya would like just morph into Varaha. I wonder what that was like. It's got to be like off the wall. Like. Yeah, and it's, it's a privilege to like even to see the universal form. That was, uh, that was, Arjuna was qualified to see that because Krishna knew that Arjuna uh, would be able to uh, handle it, although it was tough. And also understand that that wasn't the supreme form, the universal form. The forearm was superior and the two arm was most superior, mm. as the Lord said at the end. So to see that display, uh, another person he showed, Sadbuja, the six arm form, to some other Brahmin. Was that the one who was, who saw the six arm form, the one who was cha- offering the sweet rice? Oh, okay, that's right. Well, he, you know, and who did, what did Lord Chaitanya show to the Brahmin who kept offering and then the offering was stolen every time because the Lord ate it? Nimai as a boy. And then he revealed himself as Krishna because yeah. he was saying, you're spoiling my offering to the Lord, little boy. Stop this, stop this. And then the third time he cried and then Lord Chaitanya and then Nimai all of a sudden showed himself as <laughs> flute playing and then he went into ecstasy. Mm. So it's not for no reason that these people are getting these uh, darshans, these special darshans. They're really qualified. Yeah. So. Incredible. Okay. Srila Prabhupada ki jai. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'd forgotten yeah, about Varaha Chaitanya. I think yes. some devotee has that name. That's cool. Because <laughs> he's coming. He's coming from Lord Chaitanya, Varaha. Everybody's coming. Yeah. 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 Yes, downtown. It's a brand new building. It's a hard subsidized thing. Twenty four fifty five. Goes all each other. Just weirdly, I stopped at this other. Location that was for homeless people. 